1: mija, abuelita's on her way and I still need to shop for the party. No worries. Let's order Instacart. Instacart? Sí, mamá. We can order groceries and more online and get everything delivered in as fast as an hour. Everything for dinner? Carne, tortillas, limas, plátanos. Claro. Anything else? Just make sure the plátanos are ripe. Get groceries delivered same day with Instacart so you have more time for family. Visit Instacart.com to get free delivery on your first order. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Attention parents, if you have a high school senior or college student, you need to check out College Ave student loans. At collegeave.com, you'll find tools and resources to help you pay for school without the worry. Plus, with College Ave's flexible loan options, you can easily create a financial plan that fits your family's budgeting goals. Go to collegeaf.com now and meet your support system for the college journey. It's a better student loan experience. That's collegeaf.com. The
2: 11 picks in the draft. Yes, so, a punter. Sir. Okay. How many do they have in the fourth round? I feel like they have like a three picks, yeah, three three picks four, in the three, three picks, Three, three in, the in the
3: fourth and three in the sixth.
2: So, but but a pick in every Ooh. single round. So, you should not,
0: uh, you know, get bored with the draft this year. Plus, um, with 11 picks, you know, what that gives him. All the ammo to move anywhere he wants to in any direction at any time. Okay, Andy Reid on the line. So,
2: Kyrie, why did you write, it's time for the WEEI mock draft to get weird? What did you mean by that?
3: So the first couple of mock drafts I did, I did a three-rounder last month, and then I did one just straight-up seven-round draft, but I didn't do any trades in those first couple. This time, I did do some trades, and I started off with one right off the bat because here's what I'm starting to think about. I'm starting to think that you know, offensive tackle is probably still the way that they would want to go just by nature. They like to build through the trenches. But at number, by the time it gets to number 14, I don't know that any of those top three tackles are going to be there. So I think this is another opportunity for a trade down where they're going to do don't it again. Don't say it with that voice. That's not the voice in my they're, head where I hear it. They're going to do another I hear trade it. down, oh, trade and down. they are going to do something that is probably a bit off the wall for what you think the needs are. Oh. And take an edge rusher. What? Oh, I, I don't hate it. No, I no, would have liked say Flowers. Why
2: would you? Ugh, no.
3: Well, the, the, re- the I'm reason... I'm not saying... Well, hold
2: on. I shouldn't say no, gross, but... <laughs> you just, I, like, I, gave throw no, up no, face no, no, to say no, no. Flowers. Because it's just... I don't it's know. It, it's it's imp- too perfect? It, it's not... No. Do you think that's a perfect number yeah. 14 pick? No, no, no. He I'm taking it. Number 17. Down. Oh, number 17.
3: Three slots.
2: Say it is so. So, so... He has Lucas Van Ness, Yes. Edge rusher. Um, oh, okay. guess what's cool? Hold Iowa. on, guess Iowa. what's okay. Yeah. But have you yeah. seen it, There's yeah.
0: oh, there's a connection. dude is shredded.
3: They literally they're all call, shredded. They all those guys not. are shredded. Yeah, but they don't. They all all have the nickname Hercules. See, I, I like mean, that. This 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 brother is he's he's stacked. And and I think the thing is the reason I went with that because in my heart of hearts I want I want the Patriots to take Zay Flowers. I really do. Or like Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think they would be perfect freaking fits. For the patriots but again what is their nature they draft defensive line or offensive line when they have those kinds of picks so i think that's the more likely thing that they would do and it's a guy that again he could just go over to to Kirk Ferentz and be like yo tell me about this kid. Oh, sounds great. I like him. Let's take him.
2: So the defensive end from Iowa. This is this, these are your words. If you go to weei.com, you can read all of uh, Kyrie's stuff, uh, listen to his podcast on First and Foxborough. Great stuff. You use it all the time. This is your um, these are your words, okay? On uh, um, basically your like scouting reporter. I think thought was interesting. You said Van Ness combines Dietrich Wise G- Jr.'s inside-outside versatility along the defensive line with nitroglycerin levels of explosive power and the raw tools raw, raw tools become a monster off the edge. They call him Hercules. And then you have a little clip here from Bi- Brian Baldinger when he's uh, playing against uh, Northwestern. Uh, and as I play the sound in the, back. In the yeah, back. You can actually hear it in the back. Yeah, you can actually hear it in the back. No, you can't anymore. Okay, so number 91? Yes. White guy. Yeah,
3: there you go. He's white per- guy from Iowa. Well, what does perfect. that have to, perfect. Perfect. Exactly, perfect. I will
2: say this. I'm guilty of it. As soon as you said built defensive end, I was like, I mean, it's, this is not the guy I thought I would see, like a white interior defensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, for from Iowa, go figure. And and see the thing is, oh, that stereotyping it. I'm sorry, I was guilty of it. I, 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 thought, I, thought, I thought I didn't think it was gonna be a white. What guy. is he, The next
3: J.J. Watt? Is and, that what you're gonna do too? And I mean, here's the thing. So so <laughs> you were he, doing the same thing. He he's played. He, I think he he probably projects best to being an edge, but he played some B gap and played like a little bit of three tech. So there is that possibility that he could add more weight to his frame and be that. But he's he's a little bit one dimensional in terms of his pass rush. But dude, mm-hmm. he packs an absolute wallop. If he gets into you, you're going down. That's so it. He could, it, and and that's why I think he could be really interesting because you want an every down sort of guy for your edge, which I don't think like Josh Uche is. He could hold the point of attack at the run. I was going to say, you.
0: so like, say you nail it, say you take this pick. What's the, um, what's the best case scenario end game that you envision for him year one, year two. Cause I don't know a lot of people that would say mm-hmm. D line, or even edge rusher would be a priority need because you got Judon right. coming off multiple Pro Bowls. You got Uche has finally broken out. Now he's one year away from probably leaving you. Exactly. But he's broken out. You have Wise. You have Aquale and Carl Davis and Christian Barmore and and Lawrence Guy. Like there's a lot of bodies on that front. Where does it shake down? So you get value out of the number 17 pick.
3: I and, and this is something that I've been kind of kicking around. I think that if You wanted to make any kind of trade for an impactful player, say a Jerry Judy. I don't know that this is actually going to happen. It's most likely not going to. But Josh Uche would make some sense as somebody that you throw in because I just don't think they're going to pay him because he's not, at least to this point, not been an every down guy. He's more of a rotational Mm -hmm. pass rusher. I don't know that they're going to value that. I feel like they would value somebody who's more every down. And so I could see that dude coming in and basically filling in wherever he's needed and say, like, okay, you want him inside to provide some pass rush juice on the interior? Because I feel like that's something I still feel like they're lacking on the interior is another guy next to Christian Barmore that can actually get after the quarterback. So is he Trey Flowers 2.0?
0: Because Trey Flowers was sort of that tweener guy on the defensive line who cashed in with Matt Patricia in Detroit. Sort of like
3: Trey Flowers, Chandler Jones type maybe.
0: Oh, Well, now you're blending two of the better defensive front guys they've had in recent I'm, years. I'm, I'm, ta- you're I'm talking Patriots about fans excited.
3: Of, I'm talking about just in terms of potential, okay. right? And, but but again, well, you this better is, hit this though th- if you take him yeah, in the first round. Yes, and and this is a guy that I think that again you can play him on early downs because he is a good run defender.
2: Okay. Do you think they are a need like, specifically for this draft? Are they need based or are they best available? Because if you're willing to yeah. kind of move out of your spot. I do think it's uh you kind of get more into well we don't think anybody's good enough like we mm-hmm. don't think there's a a guy worthy
3: of a uh, of a 14th pick right so the way that they've set things up in free agency they haven't done anything particularly groundbreaking but what they have done is put capable bodies at a bunch of different spots where they were going to have needs I still think tackle is a need for them and that if one of the top three guys falls to 14 they just take one of them like Roderick Jones I think you make that pick right away you throw him at right tackle or left tackle or wherever he fits in but I don't know that any of those three guys are going to be there and then after that people are oh yeah mock a corner to the Patriots at number 14 they don't take corners that high they literally have never done it under Bill Belichick. But they the, need one. The, the high, y- yes, the highest drafted corner that they've had under Belichick was Devin McCourty, and he was twenty seventh overall. The highest ranked DB they've taken was Brandon Merriweather, and he was the twenty fourth pick. They just, they just think that they can get better value picks at cornerback later in drafts. And in this particular draft, you could get a day one starter on day two, no problem. I, think, uh, I think so. A I day one starter. From day one in New England, he'll be
0: a day two draft pick. Ah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. Keep so up, keep up. I, I think they've got they can find a starting caliber cornerback in round two or three. So there's no need, unless you're talking about Christian Gonzalez or I Devin like Witherspoon, whom I love personally. I don't. I don't think I would take like Joey Porter. At, that doesn't scream. Even. That doesn't scream 14th overall.
0: But isn't through. there a chance that one of those guys is there? Because there's, I mean, the the quarterback situation sounds like they're mm-hmm. all going to go. Now it's like they're all gonna go to yeah, the they're, top they're four gone. or five picks or whatever it is. Yeah. Um offensive lines like there is a there is probably a way where a top two corner is available it could at fourteen, happen. right?
3: It, it could happen. And if that's the case, if you're talking about Witherspoon or or Gonzalez, then yeah, I would do it. But if that doesn't happen, then no, I'm not I'm not spending a pick on Joey Porter. Yeah, I feel the
0: same. I've kind of fallen in love with Gonzalez. Sounds like you've fallen in love with Witherspoon. And I do think, even with Jalen Mills' news today that he's back. Yes. And the weird way it was phrased that he plans on going to safety <laughs> I don't know if he ran that by the coaches at all before he uh, put that information out there. Um, I still think, in the Jack Jones weirdness, and just the fact that Jack Jones is also a young player, and to say you're the number one corner, we're all set because you picked off Aaron Rodgers last year, and you're going to make this mess. So I still think corner is a pretty big need
3: for this team, and in particular length that corner because yeah, length and height because they got Jack, they so, got so sunned like a bunch guy, of guy times like times.
2: Williams, year. a guy like that, so like a, a somebody like no, he, that, somebody who's that tall, can play. Like, how about somebody oh, who's actually a good oh, player? So 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 let's start – they should start with let's find a good player. Yes. I think that – Stephon Gilmore. I think that if you – well, here's the thing. I do think it's interesting how they – like the philosophy with what's available – I want a guy who's real long and strong, right? Like a like a, I use Brandon Browner. Save that. <laughs> I use Brandon Browner. We play it at the end. <laughs> we got a lot of those today, by the way. I don't yeah, think you should attention. Are you ready you? to get the you free, had some
3: also. free stuff? Also, on. <laughs> we got some also.
2: The uh, but but then it comes down to well, okay, how how much are you stuck in your ways with um, like your criteria? Well, his, his arms aren't long enough. Uh, you know, his his, yeah. his his shuttle is not as good as I like it to be. But he is the best corner available. Yeah. And if you were to take um, everything that all these draftees have done so far, their season, their, their college football season, all their seasons, right, uh, their entire uh, career in college, the bowl game, the senior bowls, the all-star games that they play in, the combines, and the personal workout, what percentage do you think is, like, the, that they use the most? out of all those different areas of like ability to scout like what what is the most important out of all those things that they use to evaluate talent
3: i feel like it's mostly the film with them i mean obviously i don't think you want to take somebody who is just going to be a complete outlier in every single sense and be like okay yeah sure you're going to be good because we're going to coach you up but i think about this the last couple of years they have picked a bunch of players from the senior bowl and Shrine Bowl, they like to see you play against other football players, other draft eligible guys before you come into the before you come into the draft. And they like experience. They like guys who are they come out as seniors that have played that are a bit more mature. They like their old rookies. So to me, I I feel like it's not just about measurables for them. They just like, like for example, if it was just about measurables, they ain't taking Mac Jones. You know, a couple of years ago, they took him because he's smart and he knows how to play the game and because he comes from a system that blends very well with them.
0: So this is a uh, debate and, a, and a uh, I guess, observational evolution I've gone on for 20 plus years trying to figure out this are they fixated on measurables are they fixated on captains and experience and leadership and playing time and the different things because i always point i tell christian this like ben watson they fell in love with because he was a measurables guy he went to the combine he took his shirt off he blew up the combine and they're like dude can play and then they got him and like 14 years later he turned into a good tight end it took a while for him to really become a good nfl tight end and then last year Matt Groh saying, well, you want to get faster, you got to draft fast guys, and they take Pierre Strong and Tyquan Thornton. Very simple. Looked at the top of the list at certain positions and took the fast guy, but I do believe for, like, a Cole Strong. I mean, a Cole Strange. They get him, see him as a good college player at a certain level, then they see him compete in bowls and and against talent that's going to be drafted, like, oh, oh. Well, so maybe he can play, yeah. and it's like how do they balance out all this information? And it almost feels like, and it probably should, changes year to year. I don't think you can say, "Well, they're only taking old kids yeah. who played for coaches we know, or old kids from big schools." Because one year they'll be Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama, and you're like, "Oh, they're a big school team." They like, and then the next year it's like yeah. uh, Lenore Roy, uh, Lenore Little Ryan, Ryan and, yeah. and whatever some low. So. I struggle with this, this whole, like, who do they take and what is their philosophy?
3: Yeah. The thing is, though, with, with Taekwon and Pierre Strong, again, those are Shrine Bowl guys. Yep. So so they they were competing in bowls, too. And I think that, especially with, with Taekwon, I mean, the reports that I was hearing about how he was doing down there, where it's like, oh, he's not just a fast guy. He's also a dog. Like, he goes up and tries to compete for these jump balls. He's not trying to lose these reps. And, and again, I, I think that it's probably most important for them to be like, you know, like relative athletic score, RAS. Yeah. You no, know, that's a big deal where it's like, oh, yeah, you see a guy who's like over nine on the RAS. Like, oh, yeah, I got to take that guy. Anthony I, Richardson's was perfect, wasn't it? Yes. He's literally he blew it up. He's literally the most athletic quarterback that's ever participated, like at, at the combine. Him, number one. But but again, I feel like for them, they want to know, are you good at football? Yes. Because in the end, if you can't do your job, what's the use of picking you?
1: Join the team of social justice leaders at Justice Resource Institute. JRI is a human service agency providing trauma-informed care to the most vulnerable children, adults, and families. They are holding a virtual career fair on April 4th and 7th for a variety of positions, from entry-level residential counselors to master's-level clinicians, nurses, therapeutic mentors, special education teachers, and more. All positions include an excellent benefits package, as well as training opportunities. Secure your spot for an interview by visiting jri.org. JRI is an equal opportunity employer.
2: During the baseball season, everyone is trying to find their swing. Even though you're at the stage of your career where you have warning track power, here's something that's a lot easier to find than your swing. You might have money you don't even know about. Log on to FiveMassMoney.com and put in your name to see if you have unclaimed money from long forgotten bank accounts, payroll refund checks, insurance proceeds, and more. Finding money from FiveMassMoney.com may be a little bit easier than trying to find your swing. Go to findmassmoney.com. It's fast, easy, and
0: free. Many studies have shown that older adults who receive home-delivered meals have fewer emergency room admissions and spend less time on health care. For thousands of older Bostonians, free Meals on Wheels from Ethos can be the difference between remaining in their homes or needing nursing home care. When seniors have the right support and a hot, nutritious meal, they can gain greater quality of life and live longer. If you or a loved one is 60 or older and live in the city of Boston and are interested in Meals on Wheels, go to EthoCare.org. That's E-T-H-O-C-A-R-E.org or call 617-522-6700 to learn more.